You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. John Hawick, please. John Hawick, please report to the courtesy desk. Hawick. 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 Jean Wick. Jean Wick. The pronunciation's changed over the phones. <laughs> Man, we I can't believe it seems like just yesterday that I was at Fantastic Fest and they premiered the first John Wick and everyone was like what the fuck? This was that is nine so years ago? Good. And also, it must, uh, how dare you kill his dog? How dare you, sir? Fantastic <laughs> Fest, the hardest place to impress anyone with like a A grade Hollywood movie. Yeah. It was like, no, fuck, can we get more of that? Yeah. No, we were all like, wow, this is really good. And part of the reason for that, and part of the reason John Wick even got made, is because directors David uh, Leach and Chad Stahelski had previously worked with Keanu on a number of films uh, as stuntmen mm-hmm. and became very close with him. I mean, famously, I think it, I can't, I can't it's remember. The Matrix, it was right? One of the yeah. Matri- yeah, I can't yeah. remember. It was one of the Matrix and one of the sequels where. He basically bought everyone like motorcycles. Keanu. I think <laughs> I think it's the first one where they're like, "Hey, Keanu, here's a bunch of money." He goes, "Cool, I didn't do the cool stuff. The the effects and the stunt guys yeah. did that. Here's yeah. all, here's motorcycles." So he basically financed the first John Wick based on a script that these guys brought to him, not assuming in a million years that they he would they would be chosen to, to direct. And he's like, "Well, why don't you guys do it? Nobody. If we were to make a film that's really about action." Who better direct it than action guys? By the way, director of this, Chad Stahelski, because David Leach went on after the first one just to do his own thing, like Atomic Blonde and other things. But uh, Chad Stahelski was one of the stand-ins for Brandon uh, uh, Brandon Lee in The Crow. No shit. Yeah, he was yeah. one, of the guys, wow. one of the guys who did the stunts there. That could have gone differently. It could have gone very differently, yes. Brandon Lee could have been the director of this film. Uh, <laughs> not saying that would be a good or bad thing. I'm just saying. Like, that probably wouldn't have worked universes. out well either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying parallel universes. That's all. But Brandon Lee in a John Wick movie? Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. Alternate universe? God, that would be incredible. Yeah. Look. Um, don't try to make me sad when we are this happy right now. Hold on. I got to call. I got to call. It's John Reese davies Yeah. Oh, is it sliding time? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> is that a sliders joke? It is a sliders. <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah, that's me. Anyway, we're here for John Wick Chapter Four. The the uh, Pe- the Pera film the that went back to not having a second title. I thought they were going to actually show the the real title at the beginning, but they didn't. It was just yeah. it's just Chapter Four. Well, the, it's just Chapter Four because yep. the last one was Chapter Three, Parabellum. No, it's going to be Double Bellum. But uh... <laughs> the first one's John Wick. Then it's just John Wick Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo, which is what we all called it. Of Boo. Course. Yeah. Boo. Boo earns. But Keanu Reeves is back as 
the ultimate killer that even the other ultimate killers, which is apparently almost everyone in the world. Everyone is a badass. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't They're understand. They're all scared of him. Yeah, I don't understand this world, I think. Because... He's, like, he's like a martial arts Kaiser Sose. Well, that, but <laughs> also everyone is a martial arts like guru and like everyone can kick which is interesting Look, there's a very strong like here's what this is people clue in this film which is there's a point there's a radio station that only people of this world listen to that call letters are w-u-x-i-a i love that reference that, which so is, much which is like the chinese films that were the super silly everyone's got magic powers everyone's flying around on wires it's just non-stop action and style they're like look if you're watching these movies looking for realism, you're in the wrong place. And she, because she, she's the DJ of the secret FM band that only the assassins yeah. listen yeah. to. It's, apparently, it's, it's like a soundtrack actually yeah, it's like, <laughs> that operates that <laughs> operates out of the Eiffel Tower and only plays fantastic fight '80s songs that like you well, want to see a fight. Too. I'm also like, yeah, seriously, no Eye of the Tiger. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, but when we watch uh, the last movie, they're kind of like just like the end of the second movie. It's like. Oh, yeah, to double down, every assassin in the world is looking for John Wick. His best friends have turned against him, with the exception of Lawrence Fishburne, who is... How can he? Who is the... Yeah, no, right. Who's the Bowery King, a former underground crime boss, who the the High Table, which is the, the ultimate leaders of the, the this assassin's world, had left for dead. But now he's like, well, fuck y'all. I'm going to fucking... I'm on John Wick's side, you know? I'm, yeah. I, I'm the king bum, and I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you want to fuck with Baba Yaga? No way. Well, they also fucked with him because he even talked to John. He's like, look, I call myself the king, so I don't fuck with any of this shit. And then, of course, you know, um, we've got Ian McShane, who is Winston, the manager of the Continental Hotel, friend of John Wick previously, but towards the end of the last film, it was like, yeah, I... I, it's either me or you, and I hate, hate, hate making this decision because I consider you a friend, and you chose him. But, you know, whatever. Forget about all that stuff, because everything is off the table now, so to speak, in this new film. On the high table. Because everyone's, everyone's mm. coming after him, but they're also coming after all of the friends and former friends of John Wick. Yeah. Uh, which is being led by Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård, who is the Marquis Vincent de Gramont. Wouldn't that be great if he was? Just he had a couple of moments in this where I could see his, his body language and stuff from it. I wish he was just like, was hi, across. hi, Wiki. Mm. And, and his wonderfully sparkly suit, perfect for Eurovision. Yeah, he's like a, a ridiculously rich guy living in France who was not a member of the high table, but had petitioned the high table to basically be like, let me be the one in charge of taking out John Wick, who you want dead anyway. And they're like, okay, we give you full permission. What is he, the maitre d' or something like that? The marquee. The marquee. Uh, So everyone in the world is after him, including an old friend played by Donnie Yen, Kane, who is a blind assassin. So once again, referencing back to Asian cinema, which he's sort of like Zatoichi, the blind swordsman, which has always been a big thing in both actually Chinese and uh, Japanese films, but originally Japanese films. Um, And, you know, at this point... Neo, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's Neo. He's, uh, he's quick. John, uh, John the whole It's not the Merovingian, it's the Marquis. Yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> is looking for what friends he still has left to help him. And what is the solution? Is he just going to go kill the guy? Because they're like, look, if you kill him, they're just going to, like, they say, before his body's even cold, there'll be a new Marquis in his place. He's also a Hydra. Hunting you. Yeah, he's like, you so got to cut off the head. It's, 
What's what do you do? There's no immediate answer in the film, and there is eventually, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because that's a spoiler. Because like the other films, this is a crazy mythological, like this is not even faintly real world of super assassins that are literally everywhere. And also like amateurs who are like, sure, I think I can take out John Wick. Bad call, brother. <laughs> yeah. If I see a bounty for like $20 million, like, ooh, that seems serious. Or I could take $21 million bounties and have a chance of living. See, Chris, that's why I want to be your partner. There's a great segment at the end of John leading up to the final fight. I'll leave it at that where it's like, look, guys, after the night that you've been hearing about over the radio and you just watch him go like a quarter mile towards his final destination, yeah. killing all of your friends. And you're like, no, we're still going to try this. Like, really? Really? He's killed like three of you with the same knife <laughs> from a distance. It would have been too realistic for the movie for one of these has like, no, thank you. I was thinking about like who gets the credit when there's like when there's fifty people attacking him at once. If somebody actually did get a headshot to John Wick, I mean, how how do you actually verify that? Yeah, you I know, mean, how do you actually get your twenty mil well, right? It's right then. Yeah, that's very true. Assumedly, they have got cameras everywhere, and they do actually. These days. that <laughs> yeah. part is true. <laughs> yeah, they're the Illuminati, not the high table. And to be fair, John Wick doesn't go anywhere that's not just gorgeous right so there's definitely cameras everywhere like, with anyway, witnesses. The, the dude goes to take <laughs> the dude goes to take a shit it's like neon light with fog road like mm-hmm. smoke coming in and like probably a, a like a michelangelo on the wall looks like know? a wong car yeah. movie yeah in the mood for love with john wick the director, <laughs> photography, <laughs> the director of photography on this is dan lawson who did wick. the last two of them uh, as well as like the Shape of Water Nightmare Alley, like he's also Guillermo's guy. And it's oh. like it's like yeah, I can see how this movie gets just more and more gorgeous because this guy's like, hey, I'm gonna work between John Wick movies and Guillermo del Toro movies and just show you what lighting can look like. Well, yeah, and this is a lighting guy's dream movie, yeah. no question. And oh, I would yeah. say there's a lot of influences here. There, everything from uh uh you know, spaghetti westerns to the classic wuxia films to um, even like Italian giallo at points with lighting. But the main influence is the raid too, because (laughs) I bet you Chad was a little sick of everyone saying, well, that's always going to be the greatest, most stylish action movie ever made. And he's like, Man, fuck you guys. Hold my martini. Hold my martini. The start of that Osaka fight is, oh my God. It's like, yep, here's the raid inverted. Have a good time. There's, of course, a lot of new people coming into the cast here. But before we get into that, we'll get into the cast here. I'm Chris. Oh, I'm right. I'm Ben. I'm Drew. Drew Tennant from Dread Central. That's right. Yeah. You're still with Dread Central. Right? I am in, in uh, Slash Film, too, I guess. Slash Film, yeah. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. shit. Yeah. Well, we got oh. royalty here. You're in the high oh, table man, of yeah. critics. So you get uh, Hiroyuki oh. Sonata, <laughs> uh, who is the manager of the Osaka Continental Hotel. Which I am friends with him on Facebook. What, really? I am. No, you're not fucking with us? I am the high table, Drew. Oh, wow. The tables Okay, you only get turned. one more of those jokes <laughs> How they turn the tables. Away. Uh, I am, actually. He's, it's weird. <laughs> he's weirdly one of those uh, like very high-profile Asian actors who doesn't have a huge profile in actual Asian countries. He's more of an American film actor. That's true. And yeah. he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> he was Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. In, he was. In the, the new one. We talked about it. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm sure you, I'm sure you did. And then you have Shamir Anderson, uh, who played, um, I, I don't know if y'all ever watched the show Winona Earp. It's actually pretty fucking good on sci-fi channel, but he mm. was, uh, kind of a love interest on mm. that show, the sheriff. And he was in Travante in invasion, which was also actually, he's not the surprise of this movie for me. I, I, I knew he was going to have a, a part to play, but I think he's fantastic and really held his own with people that really know how to fight and know martial yeah. arts. Yeah. And who, who is this? incredible. Uh, he's a badass, kick-ass guy called Mister Nobody. He was the tracker, Mister Nobody, who's tracking him. But Man, every he's time he's so at, good every this. time he's face to face with him, he's just killing everybody trying to kill him. And like very quickly, it's revealed he's got this notebook, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't work for less than this. Yeah, so I just don't want anyone else to kill John Wick before the bounty gets up to a certain level. I love so that. Then I can kill him. I, I like <laughs> his negotiation tactics in this film. Yes. But you, you also can tell, at least in these movies, and this. I would say bred a lot of other action movies like Atomic Blonde and a few other like, you know what, let's get older people doing action. And uh, what? Cool. Cool. I mean, you guys need work. Yeah. And, uh, like Keanu Reeves? Yeah, like yeah. Keanu Reeves. And because uh, he's what? I don't know, fucking almost 60 or something like that. Incredible. Wait, is he? How old is Keanu Reeves? Mid 50s or mid to, mid to late. I'm 53, yeah. and I like to think I'm a lot like Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was oh, born God. in 64. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, wow! Holy shit! Yeah. Really? Yes. He's almost sixty. The dude looks I, like he's like in his late thirties. Okay. Uh, I'm well, still waiting for Tom Cruise in, in John Wick Chapter okay, Five. I want to see him. I mid thirties. No, I I am late thirties. I, I remember my favorite thing was like after the first John Wick came out, like they released some of how uh, Keanu trains with pistols, and like, wait, this guy's actually John Wick. Like, yeah, Keanu loves this shit. This is why he made this movie. Like. He stays young by riding his own motorcycle company yeah. and shooting guns for tr- his own training purposes. And then yeah. we've got Rina Sa- Sawayama as Akira, who is the daughter of his friend, played by Hiroyuki Sanada, who owns the Osaka, who is very like, why are we helping this guy? We're going to they're going to kill us. They're going to kill us all because we're helping him. And he's like, you don't understand. You don't understand honor. You don't understand. It's all about family. Is. She's yeah. fantastic. It's pretty too. much. It is the Fast and the Furious part of this film because that's definitely oh, it's there. It's a good Fast yeah. and the Furious <laughs> film. <laughs> uh, and she's great. And she actually previous to this her acting debut. And Ooh, she's a pop star. Uh, right? She's a pop yeah. star. And wow. she no, acquits shit. herself wonderfully in this film. She's incredible. I mean, I guess this. the pop star kind of shows because like the fight choreography that she pulls off is perfect for a lot of dancers too to do those things. And it's like, I mean, she fits in perfectly well, and I do hope she is whatever else they're going to do with the John Wick she, universe. She's she great. Uh, there, I guess there was a post-credit scene we left before. Oh, with, was there really? With her. With her uh, I, sorry, basically. I had to get my phone. Oh, yeah, the, I've seen it twice now, and I missed the post-credit. Yeah, guys, this, times. the screening was okay. a clusterfuck. We're going to leave. Maybe it at they that, left but, it out, but the Wikipedia page lists a scene where it's like, oh, she's seeking revenge. But anyway, uh, Scott Adkins, who just recently won an award, I want to say it was the SGA that gave him the award for like lifetime achievement for stunts. I can't remember. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, but um, he's, he's still pretty young too. He's pretty yeah, impressive. Uh, he's He's amazing. He's 82. <laughs> he, he may be the best American like martial artist, stunt artist, like yeah. working today. And it shows in they, this they, movie. They put him it in shows a in every movie. giant fat suit where he's like the kingpin, and he's like the Sam O'Hung of this film. He's incredible in Day Shift. You know yeah. that that he that there's some really incredible uh, oh yeah stunt sequences and fight yeah. scenes that he does in that. Scott is also surprisingly a good actor for being like a purely stunt man too. It's like mm-hmm. look, he's not gonna win an Oscar for his performances, uh, like for his actual like actor performance but it's like dude you can hold your own he holds he he plays the character that is 
really well like hamming it up and yes, like yeah. it almost it's the, the same goofiest, level like Lauren's first fish burn goofiest mm-hmm. moment of this film where he comes but, in but it's played it's like, at so this well point, balanced they, at this point they've totally sold you on the idea that like none of this is real it doesn't matter enjoy it for the style and yeah. he works perfectly within that conceit you know yeah. big fat guy with giant gold teeth who fights like a motherfucker and is it's is crazy to ridiculous. see him fight like that and, and also, I felt vindicated it feels like an anime sequence yeah. almost and also his performance performance is terrific yeah and i'm like great everyone can we please give scott atkins some like a-list roles because he deserves them he's a genuinely good actor as i said to chris says it took me longer than i'm proud of to realize it was scott because he just molds himself into that character where it just feels like who is this heavy set guy that is smarmy yet charismatic and I'm digging this? And it's like, oh, Scott Atkins. And as far as like a side, often sidelined great martial artist, Marco Zoror, who Ben yeah. and I yeah. both, mm-hmm. Matt and Drew, is Matt as well. Other fantastic, fantastic best legend. One of the, mm-hmm. yeah, fantastic best legend, Chilean martial artist who's a incredibly sweet guy except for when he starts marketing his, his energy <laughs> yeah, that stuff was good it, right. it was fine <laughs> but it was like a little like okay is it the Dave Bautista and Glass Onion the best marketing is him trying to kick it off the head of friend of the site Brian Salisbury yeah. former yeah. founder it's like because <laughs> he kicks over Brian's head and Brian's like am I dead and then he swings around again to kick it off of Brian's head <laughs> well. and then you have a, a small role by Natalia Tana who I was like where do I know her from she's Nymphador Tom in the Harry Potter movies, who plays his like adoptive sister from like the uh, the Russians, like crime mob, the assassin mob. Yeah, oh. and she's also isn't she the Wilding and Osha? Game of the, and yeah, yeah, Osha. I was going to say, I yeah. from a, about a boy. Yeah, I had such a crush on her in Harry Potter. I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> she's oh, an old girl with pink the, hair. She's oh. obviously the coolest chick in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. But yeah, this is. Um, if you you've got to go and see the previous films first, you really do because Oops. otherwise you're missing out on a lot. Like Wright probably is. Yeah. Look, have you I, never seen all of them? Look, I know of them. Look, and we know uh, this is your first one. No, 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 that's not true. We came uh, here knowing Wright was a monster. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to do this where I just see like, you know what? I'll just see the newest one and I got it. No, I've seen them uh, mainly in like hotels. And and I, I don't know if you guys know this. They're all kind of like the same. And uh, they're not. But who but, hurt you? But uh, the first one is definitely more grounded because it's just it's just personal. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, then it's still improbable because of the and, amount and, of shit he can survive well, that but, but also how it expands on the lore of yeah. like you know the the whatever the hell it's called and the uh, second one is where they go into the whole like oh we sell suits with kevlar built in that you can literally survive falls which you sh- from like six you, stories yeah. not only that but you can also shield yourself by <laughs> yeah. holding up the collar you never get shot in your hand too yeah, yeah. Incredible. And, and it's great <laughs> and i and i love how it expands more and more on that stuff and like i i don't i mean i i've seen them i'm just like i haven't like really watched them yeah and uh they're and, worth watching they're yeah. all they're all pretty good i've heard they're great i think one one in three before this were like definitely the better ones. Two is oh, good. I disagree. I think, I think two, two is fantastic. Way better than three. I but I will say though, like my favorite thing looking at this universe, and I've said it from day one, is like 
This feels like if Lucky Number Slevin's universe got br- built out more. Oh my God! Why do you? Will you ever <laughs> stop? Lucky Number no. Slevin. With Lucky Number Slevin. He constantly is, is with garbage. Lucky Number Slevin. It is not, and yeah. I will fight you. I, like John Wick, my ass. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, what I really did like about this one more than anything was the uh, the character development of the quote unquote villain of Donnie Yen. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool to see that di- dynamic between the two, where there's like this mutual respect there's friendship and they also had really good stakes because the other one with like parabellum with the guy who's like uh iron chef uh he he uh um, yeah, yeah. yeah like who is a great martial artist he's, oh, he's, he's, he's great too he's great in drive and um but he doesn't really do any capoeira which is kind of what he's known for yeah, I mean, if you go weird, back to like right? only the strong in those movies yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, figured you know? that's what because there's only a handful of like uh, filmed martial artists who even know how to do that style. Also, right. I will say Dacascos' energy in that movie where he's just like, I'm just excited to fight John Wick. <laughs> People just know best. him as like Iron Chef, so they, they they came in not expecting him to be right. an incredible martial Whereas artist. Whereas Donnie Yen here is more like, how much are you paying me? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do this, but also I'm like 62. Look, I'm so. ne- I've, I've never related to a killer more than Donnie Yen sitting there eating ramen saying, give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's like in the middle that was of the, his whole, best scene. The, middle of the so whole cool. thing and he's like, hey, I'm eating over you. <laughs> I, if for, I don't know if you get there. This is not spoiling anything, but there is a, a little trick that he pulls because he's blind and he doesn't, uh, you know, he has to use whatever the hell he can. And there's points when he's putting things in the wall. You're like, what the fuck are those? Bombs? I thought they were explosives. I yeah. thought they were bombs. Uh, uh, and it's just the uh, the motion detector device of like people walking into a grocery store like yeah. ding, ding, ding And he's like, he knows where people are. And like, that is fucking so good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's better than, really, him, really than putting ingenious. the first ones, waiting for singles. Eh, lowers it. It's like, he even, he even yes. ducks under one of them too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he doesn't yeah. set it off himself. And again, it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. But then, how does he detect stuff when it's up front and he's sword fighting? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? This is not a film or any of the John Wick films that you watch for like, right. like tearing apart of like how probable anything. I like say, I said, there's a scene where me and uh, my friend Martin just started laughing hysterically, where he falls like falls like four stories <laughs> out. Hits a minivan to the point Torso, where he dents like, in the fucking mm. like top of the van seriously and just gets up and goes and we're just laughing. I'm like, it's John Wick. I was gonna say, like, Kevlar, baby. the same thing of like him sword fighting is like cool. And then there's also bows and arrows that are shooting through straight concrete. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's not realistic, but it's not about that. It's about incredible style. Really startling cinematography, and even for the series, the yeah. cinematography is yeah. like a cut above. It's every like I was joking earlier about him taking a shit. <laughs> it's everything that happens in this film is just so gorgeously lit. It's just beautiful. There are sequences where they're like they just go, "Oh, it'd be fun to shoot this film, this sequence, this style." There's a whole sequence where oh, over his head, his a whole sequence where oh, he's got these uh, dragon fire shotguns that just basically explode people when they hit and they shot the whole sequence over a, a series of birds it was like, oh, I want to watch that so scene good. over and over because guys just like pop up and then they're like what was that oh it's a flame now sorry no. never mind they're dead it's yeah. incredible and none of the CG looks weak at all and it is here I mean like there's a there's a moment or two you're like okay can tell that there was a CG the, the blood fire. shot or yeah. something yeah, yeah but like it's it's pretty good but the the, the greatest thing about I think all these movies and definitely this one too because it's it's so heightened even more and more that everyone is still doing the stunts 
and yeah. Keanu's still doing it. And like they were, I, he, I remember he reading. Do- all of his stunts. He, he didn't do all of his stunts. Of but even like the car <laughs> stuff, like a reading about like, you know, it's like, oh, that's really him. And like, he's actually too good at this. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is so crazy that they're all actually doing these yeah, things. Most of the most of the time. Kano's, I mean, his career is made of like stunt work. And he's always in the beginning said, how do I do this? I would like to do this if possible. Now, there are limits when you're an actor that big with insurance things. Where right. There's some things they're like, we're absolutely not going to let you do that even if you think you can you know <laughs> okay that's just sometimes it's like I, I like tom cruise actually had to sign waivers on the mission impossible films because yeah. they were like no you cannot do that stunt and and he's like i will sign a waiver that you i absolutely will not sue or no one i, 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 really think, tom, I think tom cruise literally wrong. pays for enough insurance that everybody gets their full salary if he dies yeah. on yeah. sets <laughs> yes uh keanu's not that rich because no. he gives it all away he to charity <laughs> or I mean, to build more motorcycles to launch at guys i'll say this though the my one point of this movie where i was like what was that all right we all know keanu's not the world's greatest actor he's one of the greatest humans oh, in yeah, hollywood we were talking about this like, he's a really 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 amazing human being no question and he's a great physical actor incredible a guy who gives his all no matter what he what he's in but like he maybe only speaks 25 words in this entire film. I would say it's probably the least amount of dialogue that he's yeah. had in like any and other. Almost uh, let's, all... let's name the words. Gun, kill, <laughs> yeah. you, Yeah. Me. There's a bit of Russian. And almost <laughs> all of them are delivered poorly. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. Because yeah. I, the way that I'm speaking is better than how he spoke in the film. I'm also convinced sigh. that he actually doesn't speak. He's not fluent in all these languages. He just knows a few choice phrases. Yeah, well, of course. The, the, the speaking the other languages is fine, but like just the English part is like. And we were talking about this outside. Is like he doesn't have one liners. He has one words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where <laughs> it's like someone says like, well, "It's like, and that means I'm going to kill you." It's the, like, well, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, no, he. Oh like, no, no. See, the, Hans is what what Keanu's going to eventually end up being. Is that John is just taking so much damage that. He can only hurt people in, say, a few lines. He literally, at points, just says, yeah. And I was like, that was a yeah. terrible thing. There is a lot of fortune cookie <laughs> wisdom in this in this movie, for sure. Yeah. Like, as far as there, you know, some of the back and forth and some of the some of the dialogue is is a little um, little simple at times. But it's, yeah. it's still, it still works, I think. And Donnie Yen really pulls off some of his lines, too, that I think with another actor, we wouldn't have paid Everything off Everything he long. says is fucking I mean, awesome. But yeah. again, you're not here for the script. You're not here for the plot. You're here for the intense, above-the-board, amazing action sequences that are almost next non-stop next level like this is for most people the best action sequences they're ever going to see in their life you oh, know sure. people who are not like i'm going to deep dive on like what's going on in asian cinema especially for american action yeah i think for like american yeah. action films this this raises the bar and everybody else should just kind of take note and say if you want to try to compete with this do your best but it's not going to happen and like even, buckle up bob odenkirk and even <laughs> right. for the john wick films where I'm like, wow, this is next level even past those previous films. It's yeah. so well done. And so, yeah, like uh, people I, I'm a, people are such cynics online. The whole thing, oh, is John going to do that thing where he holds a guy and shoots and does the same? Like, he did that like twice. <laughs> well, <laughs> when, when did you hear about the term gun fu? Had you ever heard that before, John Equilibrium. Wick? Equilibrium. Well, maybe. Okay, well, Equilibrium, maybe, yeah. Uh, gun kata. Mm-hmm. Gun kata. Yeah. But literally, John Wick, like, when that, first, when that movie first came out, like, I was like, yeah, this movie's just all about he's that good that he's going to headshot every guy where he's like, look, you're on the ground, headshots. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to make sure you're dead. Yeah. I'm done. And that's literally what this universe has brought it to. Plus, I mean, look, 
getting to see John Wick fight Marco Zorro as they're both getting hit by cars is worth the ticket yeah, price to myself. There's a sequence <laughs> in the middle around the Arc de Triomphe where like hundreds of fucking guys are coming to kill him, including Marco Zorro, and there's carts just spinning around this like Arc de Triomphe at top speed, and they're using them as weapons as well. Yeah, uh, flinging them against them, yeah. the, the cards. I was like, wow, this is so well choreographed. Like, it, again, it's one of the things about, like, speaking about the action, not only that, but they're using their surroundings and the uh, uh, the, the set pieces so well that you, f- you feel everything that the characters are going through like there is a fantastic sequence towards the end uh the uh, a huge staircase uh and it's like i thinking about that like it it's so fun to see them go back and forth back and forth and how they're utilizing the railing the slide the yeah. stairs itself is like this is fucking amazing and, and this does go back to the wuxia films especially the 90s wuxia films where uh, as opposed to the shaw brothers films which were more like these are established weapons we use right right wuxia films uh, uh ended up being more about like well how do we use props like jackie yeah. chan did a lot of that out yeah. there which is not wuxia but like right did a lot of that like how do we use just whatever's around yeah like how do we use something you wouldn't think of as a weapon or a way to hurt someone as a way to hurt someone and, called nunchucks and, baby and this this does that oh yeah he finally gets to use nunchucks oh, oh fucking God. a and it's i cool. was i was like i didn't know nunchucks were actually that cool <laughs> look they <laughs> had never watched a bruce lee film they what's were, a bruce that, lee movie that is literally oh, the only way they could have up the stakes over knife room yeah knife room. <laughs> knife room one of the best moments in john wick history there's just so much delightful stuff in here and no it's not plausible but it doesn't matter because everything about it is shot and executed as good as you've seen it quite frankly yeah. in terms of action and in terms of cinematography it's beautiful uh that's my feeling i love this film but before i give my final rating which you can probably guess at this point let's move on to Wright's final thoughts yeah, I I just genuinely loved all of this, like front to back. And I, what I love about these movies and what I think that it is also bred is all these other movies that tend not to... The, the other films like Atomic Blonde and uh, Nobody and just to name a couple, uh, this one still seems to like always be so lean and not have any fat at all. Like, let's just get to the, straight to the point they they write the characters well enough uh that you like you get them you understand like you understand Donnie Yen's point of view like why he's doing it you understand Mr. Nobody's point of view and uh and and everyone involved and you get it like just the story and the action and the choreography is man i i just i, I can't fathom how much it takes like really thinking about you know being an actor and then having to do that kind of action seems so intense and you feel it. Cause any like, even though there's a lot of, you know, CG, or at least like, you know, dressing up uh, some of the scenes when they're doing uh, some of the practical uh, effects and, uh, and action sequences, but like, man, some of it looks so good. It was like, man, they really looks like they got hit by the fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did they, like, there's, there's so many times, which I thought was really cool watching this. It's like, how did they do that? Like, I don't know how they did that. Cause it looks like that's fucking real. So I, I really did love it. I thought it was really, really fun. 
Um, I heard the other three were great. And, uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> and, now you've uh, got to go watch them there. You're in for a treat. I was, was going to go say, it's like, I didn't they're, even know there were other movies. They're, and, they're, uh, they're all good. I thought this is the first one. It was yeah. like chapter four, whatever. Ugh. And, uh, it's like, like a his, new hope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, the, I, I guess my one complaint is, and oddly enough, is Keanu Reeves, his just, his acting delivery of lines. Granted, it seems like there's like, let's not give him any more lines, because mm-hmm. I... What if we lost his voice? What we were joking <laughs> is that like, he's been beaten to halfway to hell so much in the past three movies. I was like, well, I guess he has enough brain damage that he's like, <laughs> all he can say now is like... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He has he has a ten word vocabulary, a little bit of Russian, and he knows how to fight. That's all he knows yeah, how to do anymore. All he, knows how to all do he do needs now. to know how to do is fight, and he does that very. well. He does well. that very well, yeah. which is also just insane. They're just like you got up. If it, one thing that happened to him, we'd all be dead. Yeah, <laughs> and just like how the fuck? But literally, uh, it would, when he stubs his toe, it would just kill me. It would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still, really great time. Um, I think that these are. The, these films and this film is definitely more in the upper echelon of these, this new wave of, uh, how do I want to describe it? And I know this is going to like offend a few people, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> Crap cinema, uh, <laughs> where I think that like these kind of types of action movies, these are not necessarily regarded as like, this is top notch, like one of the greatest films of all time. But what I think that it does, it, it, it reaches a point where, all the elements work so well that it ends up becoming a a good movie and fun enough to where the general audience loves it and also the critics appreciate of what it's doing and how all the characters still line up to like, oh, this is actually still a pretty good story. Keanu Reeves is something to be desired still. Uh, but uh, I'm going to give it uh, eight and a half out of ten uh, gold Tooths. I do love this that most critics know in this day and age how to be able to separate from like, yeah, we know this is dumb. Right, right. But the execution, it knows exactly what it is. Exactly. The execution is flawless. So what are you it's like criticizing a Bugs Bunny cartoon for <laughs> being like unrealistic. And I disagree with it being dumb. I mean it's it's you know, they've they've basically like if you mentioned like Atomic Blonde or other other action films, these guys have had four this entire team, all the technicians, all the stunt choreographers, everybody have had four films mm-hmm. to create the, one of the best action films ever made. And that's what yeah. they, that's what they did with that. And that's no easy, that's well, no I, easy. I feat. say dumb. I should have said implausible. Yeah. 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 Well, I, th- I think, I think that's, that's one thing. If you look at the four films, I think it's, if you, if you, you could separate one and two and then three and four. Yeah. Cause three and four, I think Parabellum is really when it kind of, jumps uh you know to to, to another level well and and just just there's there's more mythology that comes in and then there's also a fall at the end of that movie that that rivals a fall in this yeah and i remember watching uh the the end of of parabellum and i was like there's no way he's gonna survive that and that's kind of the point at that you know they're 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 kind of creating this new mythology and a little bit of lore but it's also like a very like simple code it's easy to follow but it's just kind of like um, steps for him to continue to you know, try to try to defeat um, everyone and probably go back home eventually and get another dog. But, uh, <laughs> but but I think I think three and four 
you know, they, they, they bring in the high table, they bring in the elder, they also start bringing in more locations, they get out of New York City. I yeah. mean, even in this one, the Bowery King gets out of New York, which yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. He leaves Mole City and, 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 kids and, and well, well, the takes off a, to the catacombs. Or there's whatever. a subway from New York to France, if you didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, they're, they're they're they a, built that just recently. They're, they're striking right now, unfortunately, so you can't get there. <laughs> so there's, a, there's, a, there's a team strike. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep going with your final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this is an... Uh, uh, incredible action film. I think it's one of the best action films I've ever seen. And I don't really think they need to do another one after this. I think they've, um, I mean, outside t- of the one that's coming anyway. Well, I think it's ballerina. really, I think it's really inspiring, but yeah. I will, I will say, yeah, ballerina spin off, but, but if they do do a John Wick chapter five, no guns, the huh? entire film should not have any guns in it at all. Ooh. And if, if, if they're already, if they're already with, with the DJ that we mentioned earlier on WXIA, they're already referencing the warriors. Yeah. You know, and, and that DJ and the Warriors. So just soft boot the fucking Warriors. Yeah. You know, and, and, and make Ooh. and make and just do John Wick I mean, and the Warriors and he's and he's in the Bronx and he's gotta get all the way back down to Coney this, Island. At this point, there's nothing they could do that's too un unrealistic. No I'm just like maybe the high table is like, we're just gonna throw a time travel bomb at him and now he's in ancient <laughs> feudal Japan. Yeah, right. So there's no guns. Which will kind of make sense. <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll give it I'll give it um eight out of ten John Leguizamo cutscenes. Cool. Ben? Yeah, I've been lucky enough to see this franchise like from the beginning and you know press access to be able to see every one of them a bit early like you know chris has as well it's been just a pleasure for literally like a decade like to see one like people come from the effects and the stunt industry and show that those guys know how to make a goddamn movie and that more directors need to listen to them because the love of god like the blocking in these scenes like we we talked about the part around the arc to triumph the fact that they actually made that scene intelligible where you could tell where they were mm-hmm. by geometry and like you'd be like yeah that's enough space for a car because he kicked him that hard and he yeah. jumped back and like that stuff is so easily lost in so many fucking movies and it's just like every part of this movie is so clear it's like yeah when you let your stunt coordinator map out the stunts and just tell you how he thinks it should be shot and you listen to them you're gonna get some of the best goddamn fighting this is a nearly three-hour movie where we're like the biggest complaint even Wright has is not being like the biggest fan of the franchise. Like, well, Keanu's acting is not that good. It's like, cool. That's the only thing you can notice in a three-hour movie that you can say is a problem. That is where the guy who utters like twenty-five words in the whole film. Right, right, right. It's like that's a phenomenal movie if like they keep you that entertained for three hours. Like, also another thing is like it's such tight filmmaking. Because yeah. there's so much, like, many movies that are like, oh, we're going to show you all these other locations. And the, every movie does the same, like, flyover shots of the title card. Literally, the closer they come to a title card, they show the Osaka, like, sign for the Osaka Continental. Right, right. Everything else was like, cool, you just, we're showing you a place. You get, like, one shot to establish, and then we're in the scene. It's like... That's such tight filmmaking, and it's so good. They do treat the audience with respect and, like... Like, he's like, no, you're intelligent. Like, you know what the fuck is going on here? Like, it's, yeah, I, I like that. Like, I love that so much about this movie. And again, this is a guy who's only directed four movies, and it's these four movies. Like, that is so smart. And it's why this movie is so good. Like, also, like, we've talked about the Bowery King. Lawrence Fishburne is having the time of his fucking life. Yeah. From the, he utters the first lines of this movie, and it's just him basically having the most fun he can with this character and like that's this whole movie it is just the most fun like if you've watched any of the series you need to watch this and you'll have a great time and if you like action movies and you've just been like yeah should i see it yes i i absolutely adore this i 
I would like to see more in this universe. I don't want to see more necessarily following all of the exact same characters. Maybe mm-hmm. some like make appearances as they build it out because this universe is still so ripe for the picking. Um, I am going to give this nine and a half out of ten harbingers that I kind of don't want to spoil because I just love his appearance. <laughs> so we uh, drew used the term earlier mythology of the John Wick films, and obviously people referred to it in that way as well because it has an extensive backstory line of like all the stuff going on in the world of assassins. But it's you know most people when they use the term mythology, you think about like the Greek mythology, the Roman mythology, and that's actually more accurate here. Uh, <laughs> there is Odysseus, say, there is Sisyphus, there is there is, these people are really gods. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I mean, there's a whole giant fight sequence, uh, the Scott Atkins one in a big dance club where no one notices people are firing guns and fucking using swords and shit around. They literally just don't notice. A crazy German kid. They're they're trying to get laid, Chris. Give them a chance. They are so high. It just, it really felt like a clue that like, okay, this movie's going to lead towards a whole, like, none of this is actually real at all. Like, it's Neo, wake up. John Wick has been in a coma since the first movie. But it's, it's more of a, like, it's again a nod. So, John, we're going to create a new video game. It feels like more of a nod <laughs> yeah. to remind you, yeah, like, guys, you're not watching this for the realism. But it stands out in a weird sort of way, in a very intentional way, that it kind of makes the lack of realism even that much more okay. Yeah. Because of it. And the gun um, violence more okay, I, I think, too. I, yeah. Uh, it's not, these people are all but immortal, right? You have to do, like, you have to do a, like, uh, John Wick, I feel like you gotta stab him in his heel to kill him, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like, nothing else will work. Um, it is watching a mythology in that sense. And it is, once you get over that leap, which, you know, the first one is not so much that way. The second one really starts leaning into it. The third one, a hundred percent leans into it, but unfortunately pulls back a little too much on the action, in my opinion, where it's like, there's too much mythology, not enough action. This one is like that perfect blend where they just get everything right. Where it's like all the mythology, all the action. I mean, there's like, 15 minute sequences in this film and multiple where it's just nonstop killing and just glorious, delightful killing. <laughs> well, just the, yeah, the, the set pieces and the actions, yeah. like I was kind of waiting, uh, you know, you, you think it's like, okay, two and a half, three minutes of an action scene is like, no, this is like fucking 10, yeah. 15 and minutes. It's like, just so wonderfully done. And yeah. so it's you're fresh throughout. It. It's not like they rehash the same part of the fight yeah. scene like a yeah. lot of movies do. Yeah. It's, and here's him killing five more people in different ways. Yeah, whenever anyone right. is, like I said earlier, whenever everyone's like, oh, yeah, John Wick does that one move, I'm like, did you only watch the trailers for a John Wick film? Because that's not how they've actually been. And this one really makes a point of that because I don't think I ever saw a repeated move in this film even once, uh, much less the, the move that people talk about. Um, this is delightful. It's really fun. It is a bit long, so you have to be ready for that, but it doesn't feel long to me, but full disclosure, my bladder felt my, my, se- my, se- yeah, my second favorite genre is, action films that are all about the best quality stunt people doing the best quality stunts, which is to say, I don't watch Steven Seagal films. 
Um, <laughs> it, it's about. I've seen all his movies. It's a, it's why I love Asian films and like it's Asian cinema in the eighties and nineties and seventies. Um, it's watching these people who are incredible athletes doing incredible things. Yeah. Except now it's more fused with you've got that and you've got these incredible cinematographers, these sets that are beyond belief, uh, gorgeous, just style flowing out the wazoo. It's beautiful. And I loved the shit out of it. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 times. I said, you guys, seriously, only eight, eight and a half out of 10. Really? Yeah. Not nine. What's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. Really? Fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm judging it's you. I'm oh, judging God. you. Fine. It's fine. It's like six out of 10. You gave it. I mean, come on. Oh, I, I, like it's yeah. really, it's great. great. Look, yeah. The only part of this movie that confused me is like, you get to that last big gunfight scenes like, Wait, there's some motherfuckers who use silencers? Have you seen the rest of this world? Why Nobody would you cares? even need a silencer? <laughs> it's like, we just wanted to change the sound design of the movie. No, so one's, being, silencers. no one's being inconspicuous in this movie. No, and also, no. are, are any of the assassins watching the airports? Because he's, right? he's, he's, he's traveling yeah. around. I don't know how John Wick gets everywhere. But uh, he's, it's he's, called a subway from New York to France. <laughs> he's in Japan, then he's in Germany. I don't know how I got in there. Japan, yeah. Lawrence yeah. Fishburne's <laughs> boat is really efficient. <laughs> yeah. It's a hobo trawler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 